important podcast. Alright man, welcome back everyone. <laughs> Long awaited return to the We Important Podcast. No, it's definitely been a long time coming, man. Welcome to season three, guys. It's been a full year. I think the last month that we recorded in 2022 would have been like March or some shit. Something right about there. Season one was a strong boat just pushing through. Season two, we kind of just lost our touch. But with a lot of people that reached out to us, it felt right. We had to make the comeback. For sure. And I think, I mean, season two, as short-lived as it was, it was... It was a good time still. We had some really we had some strong guests, returning guests. We had our sisters on. We had some new friends. We got some new artists and things like that. Um, cool perspectives from um, the multifaceted Cleveland, Clevelandians, Clevelanders. But it feels like we've missed a lot of important shit since we've been gone. And I, I know so, I can say that the world feels like it's gone to shit in the last nine months since we've been on the air man definitely i think if the one thing i've noticed in the world that has been missing is the we important podcast to kind of make sense of all of the chaos that's been going on so you know from 2022 what just since we last recorded um all the where do you want to start as far as all of the shit that we didn't cover being on hiatus. I mean, we could go over a million different things here, but let's get right to the main things that I think is involved in a lot of people's lives at the moment. And I feel like each and every fucking day I turn on my goddamn phone. Some way, somehow, I'm getting a news article sent to me about some bullshit, either good or bad. And I feel like that's the biggest thing on everyone's hot take right now. They're going to say something involving media, social media, and I feel like that's something that needs to be addressed. Yeah, so as far as what? Well, I feel like... You know, I want I want your take on this. I feel like in the last twelve months or so, social media has shown me that the world's getting worse. The way people are treating each other. Now, I could be wrong. This could have been a thing that's going on for a while now. What what points to that? I think it's creating the the values, the morals of people are just changing. Like specifically, what have you seen that has pointed to that? The way people treating each other in face to face communication, like. Social media, everybody feels like they got a voice, and I'm for that shit. But some people got the stupidest fucking opinions, and you got a, <laughs> the right to say it, man. Like, we're stupid as hell, too, and we're giving you our own opinion. But you're listening, right? But a lot of these people, like, they just need to remember that everybody's a human. You got to watch the words you say, and a lot of this shit gets taken to heart, especially something that people are passionate about. Yeah. Well, see, okay, so for, I can speak for me, right? I 2022, I spent the entire year... Not on social media. I deleted all of my accounts. Um, I took a nice, clean break from it. I was living real life. And I did, though. I did feel that there was I was missing information, right? You get off of Twitter, you get off of Instagram, and you don't see the headlines as much. So I did something to implement the, the news that I was missing out on. So I downloaded a news app. You know, there's a myriad of news apps that you can download. I think the one that on my phone is called Smart News. It's, okay. You know, a comp- compilation of different outlets and shit. I'm a Flipboard guy, but... Yeah, So, but it's the same thing. Flipboard's the same thing, right? Yep. And I think, yeah, I can speak just from the headlines and shit that you get. There's still... Because I'm not a big news guy. I, I never have been. But what I see a lot is celebrity news, celebrity headlines. I think every day... Since I downloaded that app, there's been 
a Kardashian update. What Kim's doing, what the sisters are doing, what Kanye's doing, of course, which we'll get into. But I think that also contributed contributes to like this feeling of no progress. Uh, you know, like that we're not working toward a solution to anything because as soon as shit gets bad, and as soon as for every bad headline, there's some kind of distracting celebrity headline to fucking, you know. Go to go with it for sure. Yeah, to take our attention away from that shit. But so. then every once in a while, the bullshit they sneak up on you is a do good video or headline, right? Like the big thing is with TikTok, not that I have that app, but the big trend is, you know, the paying it forward shit. And I see a lot of like dark humor about it. I see a lot of people paying forward and doing it. And I think it's a nice thing. But then you get the people playing devil's advocate. Like, why do you have to record that? And it's like, they're trying to show that the positive positivity is going to hopefully influence people, especially the ones where you see people giving money or food to the homeless. Yeah. Like, I love that shit. And I hate the people that go, why the fuck you got to record yourself doing a good deed? Well, I'm trying to hopefully influence others to go do this. And I think that's where social media is working. Yeah, but then you get the, you obviously get the flip side of, uh, of the coin where people are exploiting those things, where people are Scamming. giving money to, to the homeless on camera. Just to have this, to paint this persona of being a humanitarian. Dude, the amount of fucking video, look, that's a big thing I'm with now. I feel like so many of these TikToks are now, um, they're scripted, right? I, f- I believe a lot of these are scripted. Like, you'll see a couple arguing at dinner about who's paying the bill. And then the last question of the tweet is, who should have to pay the bill here? Like, they want the people to voice their opinions. But you can almost, you almost feel like it's too perfect of a video for all this to go down, and I've seen way too many of them, and it's like, again, they're trying to shape our values, and now how you see them is totally up to you. Whether you think it should be a 50-50 bill, you think a man should cover it, a woman should cover it, that's totally up to you. But again, they're like, they're just forcing us in a way to think about something that is completely irrelevant and does nothing for us. I guess that's social media as a whole, you know? Uh, yeah, I think it's interesting. I think, you know, there's it's funny, man. You get a, a lot of this talk about, all right, one of the huge social media dudes um, who's been in the news a lot as of late is Top G, Andrew Tate, right? The most misogynistic, uh, ma- toxic masculine figure I think that there's ever been in uh, popular society. And, you know, he recently got arrested off of rape allegations and things like that. And he, he immediately starts to talk about this idea of the matrix and how the matrix is working against him and shit like that. And I think it's so funny that he doesn't see himself as the matrix. Like these kids are, there's people signing up to his fucking, uh, hustlers university, which is completely just this misogynistic. Wait, I'm not, cult. I'm not, I'm not hip to this. I don't really keep this up with them. Misogynistic cult shit where he like, you pay a subscription. I think it's like 50 bucks a month or something. And you get these, uh, online courses about like how to make money online and shit like that how to be how to be a casanova how to get girls and shit like that and you got i mean you have kids that are fucking stealing their parents credit cards and shit to to pay this fucking guy i don't want to cut you off but you ever see the pickup artist on mtv yeah yeah they reminds me of that one yeah, like that dude. thing where like they'd send eight dudes and get to the next round you got to bring home a chick in a certain amount of minutes and it's like it's crazy like i don't understand you don't see yourself as the matrix when you have all these fucking people like I mean, these kids fucking completely brainwashed that that's the right thing to do or like that's 
that's solid. That makes you a man and shit. It's crazy. Um, well, I kind of like it, it brings up the point. Like a lot of people feel that growing up, men never had emotional intelligence, and I think in the last decade, half decade, you know, social media or just the way the world's been evolving is allowing men to be able to express themselves better and be able to understand the feelings that they're feeling. Word. But then every now and again, you see this one bad motherfucker that's like, that's a man, dude. That's what society, even when we were growing up, was like, um, this is a man. Right. You know? Toxic yeah. mask. It's toxic, again, I think it's a subjective word because it depends. Yeah, like, for sure. Because sure. if you, like, I take my dad, for example. He got raised in a home with his great-grandmother, his grandmother, and his mother. And he was a big mama's boy. Mm-hmm. Not really a tough guy. Stick, like, not... I'm not saying my dad wasn't a man, but like he wasn't the dude that came up with the list. But he wasn't. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) He wasn't the type of man that came home, hands torn up and shit, you know. My dad was a defense attorney just kind of doing his thing, kicking back, but low-key kind of a bitch. Right, but I think, see, what I'm saying is like, you know, having having a a singular, a monolithic idea of what a man is or what anything is supposed to be, what any person is supposed to be, is completely detrimental to the fabric of American society. And that's that's the matrix. That's what I'm trying to say. It's like, I just find it very ironic that this person can get behind this idea that the world is conspiring against them. In fact, you're conspiring against, like, a... A peaceful, harmonious, you know, direction that the world could be going in by admitting that, you know, you could have feelings and shit like that. Like, you know, but whatever. I also, this is funny because I was thinking about, <laughs> I saw this Vice uh, video the other day. I don't think I watched the whole thing, but um, there's another trend going around. <laughs> there's guys online, and this is this is controversial, and I want to get your take on it. There's guys going around um, hunting sexual predators right and they they film this shit and they go around and they they pose as little kids on on the internet and they get these creeps to you know meet them somewhere and then they chris hansen them they pull out the cameras and they're ah you're here to meet a 12 year old boy you know and they make a big scene about it or whatever and you know i think in that vice video the same conversation came up where it's like are you guys just doing this for you know, social, are you doing this for social media likes and you're doing it for attention to gain following? Or are you doing this for, you know, um, benevolent reasons to get the sexual predators off the street? And I was torn about it. And I was, you know, I don't know if you've seen anything like that. No, I think you're spot on because it kind of brings me to the thought of like the people paying to forward shit, you know. Is this dude just doing it to get views and generate income? You know, like I'll never forget like two, three years ago, there's this homeless dude, maybe he was Philly, but somewhere around us, um, this wife and this husband made a GoFundMe for him. Real nice, touching story. They ended up getting like $400,000 donated to him. They didn't give him a fucking dollar. Mm. They used it all. They bought themselves a new car. They bought themselves a new house. Yeah, so, Two they, years later, got arrested, five, yeah, they went yeah. to jail, dude. And it's like, how do we know all these motherfuckers aren't doing this already, but they're just doing it for less money to the point like... They're getting swept under the rug. Like, all those people that scammed the government out of unemployment during COVID. Are, are totally different. They're going to come for you, motherfucker. <laughs> they are going to come for you. Whether you did $800 or $8,000 or $80,000, it's eventually just going to come down. So, I'm like, I'm starting to think, when are all these people that are internet celebrities going to be exposed as frauds? Yeah. But, so... The trend, though, right? Right, the trend. And the, the little bit of the clip that I watched, you know, you have the Vice interviewer, like, you know, are you doing this just for attention? 
And the guy, um, you know, defensively, you know, he goes, who cares? If we're getting sexual predators off the street, if we're exposing these creeps, who cares if I'm doing it for attention or not? I'm like, well, I care a little bit, right? Because then it's like, who's to say you're not a sexual predator? Right, and you're, it's the other angle. And you know it's just I mean? like that dude You're just up. framing it. Like, so you could be going around getting your competition off the street. I don't like that. You know, you're just trying to make it well, so that you can have all the kids to yourself. I don't know. It brings you back. Could that video be scripted? Could that be his buddy? And he says, just walk into this Walmart. I'm going to scream real loudly. Right, right. And it's like, that shit happens, dude. Right. So it's like, dude, I mean, with this media shit, everybody having a camera and everybody being able to make a podcast or do, a, you know, make a Fake YouTube news. Channel. It's going to be huge. You know, like, every, you know. With, There's fake videos. See, I, I saw too, like, in schools, they're starting um, information literacy programs because there's so much fake news. There's so much bullshit out here. And, like, who who can you trust? You can't trust CBS or any anybody anymore. So it's like, how do you, you know what I mean? I don't even know. Like, where do you start in that, in deciphering what to trust? So as far as video culture for me, I just usually, I mean, I'm going to do what everyone does on Twitter. I go look at the comments. You only see those people like, I knew him, I grew up with him. Mm. And it's like, they could be lying for all we fucking know. Right, but it's like, yeah, again, like, what is that? Nothing. Where's the validity? There's nothing to, like, to back anything up. One anymore. one thing I do with bigger news stories that are more like f- taking the whole United States or it's a world thing, mm. I read it from a left and a right wing point of view. And I try to just, I ignore all the little vocab where they're trying to shift me to be biased. You know, the little headline, I'm looking at the facts as they are. And if they're both saying the same facts, then I judge it based on that. But also, like, I don't really allow social media to interrupt my values and morals. Like, for example, right, in Texas, we were talking about this the other night, this man who had just gotten out of prison robbed a Mexican restaurant with a metal BB gun. And he was taking everyone's wallets. And when the guy's back's turned while he's rubbing, robbing another patron, uh, some gentleman in a booth takes out his gun and shoots him four times. The guy's now defenseless laying on the ground. It's like, all right, you did your job. Continues to shoot him four more times and then even puts one in the back of the guy's head. Now, for me, as a point of view, as my dad being a lawyer, immediately I'm thinking that's overkill and that puts you in prison. Majority of people, though, especially the people on Fox A News, are like, Oh, he's just standing up for himself. And the, what about the people on the scene? That, the, 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 oh, here's the, the other thing. Victims the, of this robbery. The, the victims applauded him. He gave everyone <laughs> back their wallets. And before the cops could show up, he scant, he's Skedaddled. left. Skedaddled. So to me, it's like, dude, you just broke the law so much. I'm thinking of his as a lawyer point of view. A lot of other people are thinking he just saved all those people's lives. Mind you, it was a metal BB gun, but I get you don't know in the moment. Right? Even the mother came to that. She's like, if he had, if he died because he was putting other people's lives at risk, I get it. But that was overkill. And I agree with that, right? But to a lot of people, they look at that and they're praising it right now. And they're and Fox A News is shifting it one way. I go read it at CNN and they're with the Black Panther group promoting it. And it's two completely different opinions. And I'm just like, I'm looking at the facts that this was overkill in a court of law. But mind you, it's Texas. Texas is its own fucking country. So I try not to view things with a biased point of view, but I definitely have my own values and morals in place. You know, that's my biggest thing. I don't allow the headline. I don't allow the clickbait. I don't allow the little adjectives to shift my point of view and how I'm going to judge it. Right. I mean, hearing that, I mean, it definitely sounds excessive. You don't have to, I mean, if you try to do it four times in the back and he's laying on the ground, 
bleeding out. I don't think there's any need for you. Not to, even moving anymore. Face. Yeah, he's probably dead at that point anyway. I don't think there's any need for you to uh, put one in his head. But then it tells me, you know, you did something wrong because you didn't stay for the police. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it was cool. Yeah, I would. You know, if I was the if I was there and I got robbed, and this dude shot this dude in the back and gave him a wallet back, I'd be like sick. But then once he walks out and decides to put a bullet in this guy's head, I'm be like, well, why the fuck did you do that? I didn't ask you to do that. Now here's what I noticed: the difference between the CNN and the Fox article, right? Mm-hmm. Fox loves what he was doing. Use certain adjectives to say he shot the criminal who was robbing the hero. Right. They call him the hero, right? Right. Um, what they don't add though, that CNN said, as the man was walking out, he poured his drink on the dead guy's body. Oh yeah, that's way too much. And let's... it's like, bro, it's like not that, not that that's gonna be anything in a court of law to lock you up, but like, no, but that just you know what you're doing, bro. Further that you, yeah, you overdid that. If I wanted, and if you really wanted to stir it, there's articles that are saying a white man shot a black man. It's just like, bro, like, see, I like those articles, because I mean, if you make that guy a cop, and it's not the same, you know, it's the same old story that we. You know, been here in the brutality. last three, four years. Yeah, and I think pr- police brutality and uh, art as a society, our ineffectiveness to like reprimand uh, the police who overdo their job um, encourages behavior like that. And so that's why you get people calling this dude a hero and shit because the cops do it and we don't do anything for them or to them, you know. And I think there's just at we're at a point right now with like you either love or hate the police, and we're just kind of hey, at a point. You know how we stand. Fuck you the police. A, hey, you at a point Bigger? where you, you love or hate the police, and you're Fuck gonna have those people police. that go if something goes wrong. Who are you gonna call? You gotta call nine one one. Yeah. We also get it from the other point of view where I can't understand it empathetically, mm-hmm. but as a black person, you deal with it at a complete different level. Right. I mean, and, and honestly, I, you know, I say fuck the police as a joke. There's situations where. You know, the police come to play, and they could, you know, everybody might need them at one point or another. And I think what's interesting about the police is they didn't do anything for you, and that I think that brings us on to our next topic, yeah, something that's that. been going on for the last year. Quentin actually got struck by the Kia boys. Shout out to the Kia boys, um, bitch-ass niggas. <laughs> Let's talk about the Kia boys. For for those who don't know, who haven't seen the, the trends, the TikToks, the YouTube videos, or the news lately... The Kia Boys um, is any group of any young males usually. Um, they go around and they found I don't know how it started. Somebody put a video online about from Milwaukee, from Milwaukee um, about Kias and Hyundai's um, are allegedly very easy to break into and hotwire and steal, right? And so these kids they break your back window. They break the right side. They can um, bypass the alarm, so the alarm won't go off. They'll get into your car, break around the steering shaft, the plastic around the steering shaft, and if they break behind the ignition um, mechanism, and then use a USB. Use a USB. There's a the USB uh, part, like of a charger or anything, fits up perfectly to the ignition mechanism that you break. You know, behind the steering shaft and all that shit. So it's very easy to just take that USB and they can start your car. So the other day I was going out to work. I had to work at like six in the morning. Come down to my car and I realized the window, it looks like the window's down. I'm like, that fucking window now? So I look in the car and there's glass everywhere. There's glass everywhere. I'm like, what the fuck? Like somebody broke into the car, right? I don't keep anything in the car. 
and it was still there, so I don't think anybody drove it or anything. My nothing was broken inside, just the window. It's funny as I come out to the car and I, you know, evaluating the scene. There is a police officer who drives right by me up the street, and he made a U-turn at the top of the street. He's coming back toward me, and I'm, I flag him down. And it's funny as fuck. It's six in the morning, right? Like nobody's out. Wasn't it New Year's Day? Yeah, it was New Year's Day. My car's bro- had been broken into. I flagged this cop down. He has his window down because it's warmer out. And he goes, good morning. And was about to keep driving past me. I'm like, what? No, nigga, get the fuck out of the car. Like, what are you doing? Like, hold up. I'm like, yo, somebody broke into my car. He's like, oh, shit. He stopped. Gets out. He's like, he has his little pad. He's like, ah, yeah, man. He's like, there's two keys in the area right now that, uh, uh, that are stolen, have been uh, reported stolen. Every time I get near them, they drive off. And I was like, the fuck you mean they drive? Like, aren't you a cop? Like, what, what do you mean? They drive off. Like, shouldn't you be pursuing them? But I came to learn that actually in Cleveland, there is a no pursuit order on the police. So they can only uh, chase vehicles up to a mile. And it's just for them to get information on, on the car, license plates, description, you know, shit like that. But uh, they can't actually chase them. But whatever. After all of this, I did my research on the Kia boys and figured out that this is a trend. And I got to say, this is the first time. I'll be 25 on Monday. This is the first time in my 25 years that I felt old. And I, felt, <laughs> I felt out of touch. I didn't know that this was a thing going on, you know. And I, called, I went over to your house and we watched the videos and shit. And I was like, I was dumbfounded. I was like, wow. I've done some stupid shit as a young man, but I didn't, I didn't steal cars. And I certainly, once I investigated further and I saw what these Kia boys steal the cars for, it's fucking stupid. It's the dumbest shit I've ever seen. They they steal your car to go on joy rides, and there's videos of these kids. This <laughs> literally in the interview of this kid's like, yeah, you uh, bitches suck your dick when you pull up in that thing, right? And it's like a fucking Kia and a Hyundai, like who? <laughs> Like, who in their right mind is sucking your dick if you pull up in a Kia or a Hyundai? The hoes. I mean, but, like, these these are, like, they said the average age of these kids doing this is, like, like 12 to 16. Bro, these yeah, are, like, 11 and 12-year-old kids. Most of these kids know if they get caught, bro, it's, like, low-key, kind of just slap on the yeah, wrist. You're going to have, like, nowadays, bro, nobody's getting locked up for, like, felony fives. Right. Which they don't crazy. care for that, bro. It's crazy, but it's just like, damn, like, you know, it inconvenienced the fuck out of me. You know, we had to pay to, I got to pay to repair this window and shit. Which I'm thinking, if anybody's out there in Cleveland looking to make a million dollars, you should make a Kia and Hyundai window repair company. You can make a lot of money. That, or you should be scratching the vents off these cars. Let, I mean, hey, I don't want to, we don't condone criminal activity. <laughs> but... <laughs> You know what I mean? If you were smart, I think you would steal a car to go, you know, get some money for it or something. Are you going to drop? Just to joyride it. These kids joyride it 80 miles an hour. While swerving. Some residential suite, street, swerving back and forth. I'm like, nigga, I've done crazier shit than that, like on Dead Man's Curve. Like, no, they've, I think they said 620 or 30 have been stolen in Cleveland in the last couple months. Yeah, it's crazy. It's actually it's actually uh, an epidemic, if I do say so. But y'all know y'all little asses need to sit the fuck down. Go to the house, man. Sit your ass down. Go read a book. Join a fucking sports team or some shit. And leave my car the fuck alone. But hey, bro, it's, just, it's for the views, man. It's fuck for the, the views. views. No, because if you even posting this shit, I mean, no, you're sorry. going to you're gonna have a case. 
And yeah, it might be a slap on the wrist, but you still got to go through the court process and shit, you know? Motherfuckers, again, but I think it just brings us back to our thing. Like, there's the good trends that, you know, we're trying to uh, influence people to do things. And there's people that want to berate them and just kind of tear them down and let them know, like, that's stupid. You're just doing for the film. And then you get the people that are doing reckless shit for the film that are influencing people. To go do the reckless shit. Right. And there's like, no good out of it. And I it's don't like, know, man. It's like just chaos for the sake of it is. We love chaos. Don't we get love us chaos, wrong. But I mean, I feel like you gotta you gotta focus it in on something. You know what I mean? These are people just doing shit with no. They don't. They don't know shit about nothing. And now, don't get us wrong. Like, 15, 16, 17, you're doing some stupid ass shit. But it's not for like sure. the day where there's so many cameras around. Where it's like. Yeah, man. I did. We did stupid shit to make our friends laugh. I didn't do stupid shit to make random people I didn't know laugh. Right. I couldn't give a fuck about it. All I'm going to say is next time, steal my whip, crash it, so that we can get that bread. Well, the thing is, they only broke your window. They didn't actually uh, they didn't rip the windows. whole shit down. Right, so it was even more inconvenient, because you just fuck my window up. I got to pay for it, you know? But uh, <laughs> if you would have stole the whip and like crashed it into a tree or some shit and totaled it, you know, we would have got that insurance. You know, that would have came through crazy, but... Just a broken window. Whatever. Next the time, business kids, idea is great. do me a favor and steal the car. Thanks. Just give me a cut of that business. That's it. Anyway, so uh, moving on from the little bit of the hot takes that have gone on in the last 12 months, catching y'all up. Well, I want to, I want to, I think there's a big thing, right? Well, go ahead. There's a big thing that happened in 2022, a couple big things um, involving one person. And we did mention his name briefly earlier, but well, obviously, yes, we got to talk about Kanye West just a little bit, especially Harry being Jewish. Right, all the anti-Semitic rhetoric that's been thrown around with with Kanye. We're starting with Kanye West, King Hitler. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I don't think it's bad. Can we just get to the first part of the meltdown? Um, the most important thing that it kind of started with is (laughs) well, I don't want to pull Kyrie into it because Kyrie's just his own. Yeah, I feel like it was. But like, yo, let's let's start with this. What color was Jesus? Brown, he should have. He should be. Brown. He wasn't this. No. He was not this. No. Sorry, white folk. <laughs> but like, he's just not. And honestly, there were parts of like what I agreed <laughs> with what Kanye said. Like, Norm Macdonald even had a little bit on it. Like, man, like 1938 Time Magazine Man of the Year. People at the Olympics uh, when it was hosted in Germany were going up and shaking his hand. They knew who he was, mm-hmm. shaking his hand, and giving him the respect. Right. And to the people of Germany at the time, like. That was like a revolving figure, you know? So I understand what Kanye was saying. He was a he was great with speeches. He was a great leader. He was a decorated World War I veteran. Sounds great on paper. And he had his fucked up side of history. And unfortunately, history only remembers you for the things you did wrong, not the things you did right. They couldn't give a shit. It's the world. You know, history repeats itself. Now we got social media. It's the same things. I don't think Kanye was in the wrong at first and then things it's like yo bro like when you just know you're chill you know it's like he was what was the one he was doing the interview I'm not gonna name what religion he was or something <laughs> Jewish right right and it's like bro like you know what you're doing like fuck man that and again that boosted you know Kanye has a lot of Trump supporters yeah for sure that boosted a lot of anti-semitism just going hard bro kids I was seeing videos of kids spray painting swastikas and I hadn't seen that my dad's like, I haven't seen that since I was in school. And I was right. like, bro, it's the gremlins are coming back. Yeah, man. I think, gee, that's the shit. Like, me being, speaking for myself, and, and bear with me, being a Kanye fan, right? 
and this is this is up until this point, I've been a Kanye fan. I feel like my entire life, I'm a fan of all of his art, right? Music, clothes, shoes, whatever he's been a part of creatively. I've been I've tuned into it and I've thoroughly enjoyed it, at least seventy five percent, if not more, right? And then he gets off the wagon and starts to do shit like this. And starts to hang out with, like, alt-right dudes. Starts to make White Lives Matter shirts and shit like that. On the Alex Jones podcast. I think the craziest thing for me, and the most, like, shocking, like, what woke me up to being like, oh, this nigga's a problem. It's him on the Alex Jones podcast. And then Alex Jones telling him to chill. Alex Jones, of all people, is telling Kanye West to chill. Like, that's crazy, Right. A man Jones. with a billion dollar lawsuit for saying the Sandy Hook elementary shooting was... Which is fucking crazy. Like, that's problematic as fuck and, like, super insensitive, right? And for somebody like that to be like, yo, like, you don't mean you love Hitler. And he's like, no. He, like, he doubles down. I was like, oh, yeah. This nigga, you know, he's too far gone, you know? Now, here's what I will say. I'm a fan of Kanye's music. I don't necessarily think he should be canceled because he's still going to continue to influence people with his fashion, with his music. Just the man he is. However, I do think he needs to dial back on the social media because I don't think he realizes how strong of well, an influence so he has. The way you're but talking, I, though, is like you're saying, from what I can pick up on so far, is that you're saying that he has some sort of comeback. No, this. for sure, bro. You everyone, think so? Everyone has a comeback, bro. Me, I don't... This is the one time where I felt like... Because Kanye's done crazy shit in the past. You his, know? Wife, his ex-wife got famous for the come on her back. Anyway... <laughs> Fuck, that was, that was really bad. <laughs> anyway, he's done crazy shit in the past, and he's bounced back from it. The, the slavery was a choice thing. It's, you know, whatever. We had to... Wild. <laughs> you, you had to peel back the, the theatrics and understand the point that he's trying to make. And even throughout this, I, I think just up until the Alex Jones shit, I was like, I was taking it with a grain of salt, a lot of the anti-Semitic shit. It was like, I see what you mean. Like, he he said multiple times, like, how can I be anti-Semitic when I'm, like, you know, I'm a Israelite or whatever. I get that. And the other thing was, he pointed out something I know. The thing that really, I think, pissed a lot of Jews off was he goes, the Jews run the world. They run the banks, the 1%. Right, Hollywood, all that shit. I've known this, man. I've literally <laughs> known this since I was a kid. My dad used to tell me all this shit about, like, how Jews have a lot of control. See, this is where I'm at, where I'm like, are you advocating for, for Kanye or not? My, my buddy know. Jack at work hit me with, why isn't Germany as funny as it used to be? Or as rich as it used <laughs> to be? And it's like, because Hitler killed all the Jews. It's like, a lot of comedians are Jewish, you That's know? That's true, yeah. So it's like, but to, yeah. to me, like, dude, Kanye was pointing out stuff that I, I knew a lot of people in 1% were Jewish. Yeah, like, just, I mean, a lot of the shit, I was like, okay, I, you know... I've heard the the black Israelite shit multiple times, you know. I know some of that history and shit. I like the theories, but the, just making blatant blanket statements like "I love Hitler," knowing that people have trouble like deciphering what you're trying to say anyway. I mean, to me, it all feels very intentional. And, like, and certain people with their blood boils, they're like, yeah. "Oh fuck them," and then the other people are like, "They're endorphins dump." Oh yeah, right, right, KKK. See if. if feels all very intentional. Like, he's trying to get a rise out of people and shit like that. And I just feel like, you know, as a black man, fan, supporter of him, you can't openly be that anymore. You can't openly be a Kanye supporter in these, you know, that's too volatile. People are not going to like that. 
And I don't align with, I don't love Hitler. I don't like shit like You could say a lot of shit about Hitler. You could, you could try to make light of the thinker that he was or whatever. The decorated war veteran. The speech. You know, 1938 Time Magazine Man of the Year. All of that shit. You could try to make light of that shit and say that he was, he had, you know, he had good qualities. Great speech giver. But ultimately, man, the shit that he did was fucking evil, man. It, it was, and I can't get behind Monstrosities, that. Monstrosities, like And I right can't get word. behind somebody that's, like, champion that, you know? No, for sure. Even if you're trying to, you know, if his point at the end of the day is to be like, I love all people no matter what, because that's what God would do. Well, that's what Jesus would do. It's well, like, well, let me ask you this. Did you see Them this? niggas ain't alive, okay? <laughs> I'm not saying God is dead, but I know Jesus died, right? Well, you can't tell me you didn't see this shit coming, because remember when he uh, backed Trump? Everybody was like, Kanye, bro, you're losing your fucking mind right now. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that was the first, could have been the first red flag. But then honestly, sure. he goes into all the gospel and it's like, oh, maybe he's a man of God, which I don't think he's not now. But it's like, it looked but like, because everybody can back a man of God. But then it's like, you say that one thing you probably shouldn't say. And then you continue to say things that are like, man, what the fuck? Like, I can't get dropped by Adidas. Right. All that shit, bro. They're right. like, oh, bet. Watch. Then, that's part, like, that brings up, like, what I'm. And Adidas into- raised the price of the shoe now. That's by ten dollars, and, and they, they took off his and easy they took shit. All the shit. Yeah, which is crazy, but that, I mean that just makes me not like Christianity even more, because that just shows like, man, y'all y'all are fucking die for that shit off the wrong principles, and it's crazy. Like, like how where did you get so confused that this shit is about hate? Like, I don't understand. Again, it's the bullshit social media influence, which is something, you know, we'll continue to cover throughout this season. Sure. We definitely will have all our guests bringing up their we hot definitely takes. definitely going to have Kanye on the podcast. Just wait on it. Hopefully. Which also brings on to our next thing. So this season, we're going to be introducing something called the most important questions from our audience. And whether you DM us letting know you want it to be anonymous, if not, we're going to read off your at name. Whether you're DMing us off Instagram, Twitter, or sending us private messages to our text, you know, we got you covered. Um, so, without further ado, let's knock out our first question. All right, so our first question comes from Secret Plane Hex, the little homie. Uh, since we he, His first question was thoughts on Kanye's mental state. Um, I think we knocked that out. We kind of knocked that out, but I mean, just to speak specifically to his mental state, he's crazy. I think he's getting better. He admitted, nah, he, was, crazy he, admitted even, he was bipolar. He just got yeah. he just got married. I think I think his mental state is fragile, and he he has shunned the way the people that could really um, help him get better. And what needs to happen now is going to be completely up to him. You know, the cards are in your hand, Kanye. Come on to the show. <laughs> All right. Um, the next person is also from Secret Plant Hacks, and it is the most anticipated albums of 2023. What do you got? You got anticipated? Albums? Honestly, I just I feel like Kanye's gonna end up dropping something. That's something. And I'll that's be the most for. anticipated album. Dude, for you? It's, it's going to be. <laughs> that's crazy. Because everybody's like, is he gonna get back to he rap? He hates Jews. He makes good music. <laughs> he makes good music. Do not knock him. You know. I mean, I'm just gonna say like I'm not listening to Morgan Wallen. And I know that Morgan Wallen, I don't think Morgan Wallen hates niggas. Like, little baby vows for him, and I think that's wild, but 
I'm all, you know, that's like, enough for me to be like, I, no, I'm not. I guess what I'm anticipating is I want to see Gunna drop something. I just want to see how Ooh, bad it shits. Because I want to see, like, is the internet really that big of trolls where they're so hurt that he snitched that they're not going to listen to a guy that makes good music? Like, you got the white kid sitting behind his keyboard yeah. that goes to high school and gets straight A's. Man, I would never snitch. Not on my G's. I'm dead. And it's like, bro, it's like. No, I feel Come like, on, bro. honestly, that's like, a good one, like, Gunna, because I feel like that... You think Gunna's calling the hits on motherfuckers? Like, no, but I think the whole YSL uh, trial will make, if Gunna is planning to drop this year, will make it more anticipated based off of everything that's going on. Oh, for, for sure. sure. Any any so YSL affiliate dropping an album will be interesting. For me, I'm going to say J. Cole. I, I feel like we haven't heard from J. Oh, you Cole see that YouTube shit he dropped today? Yeah. That's awesome. A- that was awesome. I think that's a big stepping stone for a lot of producers that they're going to go sure. harder now on YouTube because it's right. like you never know who's watching. Exactly. Never. Very cool. Um. So, yeah, that's what I would say. Also, just to... I'm going to make my own question off of that. Um. What were your favorite albums of 2022? I'm going to be honest, man. I really wasn't exploring too much music. I, I more dove deep into uh, a different genre, getting more into orchestra, classical kind of music, Hans Zimmer. We hate Harry. Hey, man. No, it's cool. I, thanks, guy. But yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm starting to... Been on the classical shit. Dude, I'm just... Where, I'm, where do you listen to classical music? Are you all the time in the car? As soon as you, like, as soon as you leave from here, you're going to be playing Dude, like, home. classical music allows me to... Uh, let me backtrack. A lot of the, they came out to study when you're like when you're running or you're doing something and there's that background bass or beat, you start to think or you start to move at that That's speed. That, right, right. And classical cool. music just keeps my mind calm. I keep my thoughts together. Shit's not shit's going at the speed I want it to. Mm. If I need to relax, I can make that happen. Again, it does influence emotions at time. Like it's good music. I'll play to how I'm feeling. But other times it's just for me to like, yo, I'm walking my dogs. I need to go clear my head. Where I can't hear lyrics, I don't hear voices, I don't hear tone. I just want to hear my music. Like but but honestly, also you know, for me, I've been trying to just listen to the world instead of putting in music in my ears. So a lot of the time, I'm doing that now when I go out. That's cool. You know, I'm a music guy, so no, for sure, this is your avenue, bro. That's what I like. You know, so I can say my my favorite albums of 2022. I think I have three. Um, first. We're going to go with, and this was 2022, right? Call Me If You Get Lost dropped 2022. No, it was 21. Oh, fuck. Never mind, then. Don't, don't count that one. Let me go Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. Kendrick was certainly 22. And that was, you know, it was phenomenal. Probably one of, if not the best rap album of the year. Was Kendrick's 2022? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure that. Okay, that's that'd probably be up there for me. So then. that'd be... That'd be number. I heard that'd be one of them, and then I think number two. I gotta say, my girl SZA, SOS was so fire, and it was it was honestly top to bottom, incredible. And we are going to see SZA in February in Columbus. And we're seeing micro wrestling on Thursday. <laughs> I'm so excited for this. If you guys don't know, Thursday, January 26th, micro wrestling, the small people of the WWE world are coming to Lakewood, man. 20. Yo, shout out to Michael Wrestling. Honestly, we're going to try our hardest to, to... Get try. really drunk and buy in. <laughs> <laughs> well, that and try to get them on a the show or some shit. We want to connect no. with the with the micro wrestling crowd. For sure. And so Listen, we support all of our micro wrestlers and micro people. It's electric. I don't know if that's the thing you said. Anyway, keep going. <laughs> So our main thing is with this thing, we're also going to limit to about five questions. So the other ones we couldn't get to, our apologies. Um, next question comes from Your Dreams. She asked, what's been your most monumental moment 
in the last year? What's been my most monumental moment? Um, it's like a small victory, I guess, that like made me. That's that is a I really guess, good. Question. I guess I'll Pretty go good. real quick. For me, it was be- going on like my first trip completely by myself. <laughs> Went to West Virginia, did some like solo hiking, completely by myself. No wi- no signal, no Wi-Fi. Three days of car camping, hiking by myself, and honestly, like it was. Man, that was you're only focused on the little details, and they mean so much to you. Versus when you come home, it's like, man, I gotta clean the sink, I gotta clean the bathroom. It's a hassle. But when you're out in the woods, like those little things, just they feel great. I'm not worried about anyone else. I'm not worried about what's going on with other people. I'm just in that moment. I'm worried about me, and that for me was a huge step, just in the last few years that's happened in my life. So that was a big part. That's dope. That's dope. I like that. Um, for me, I think mine is also similar. Like it's about travel. Me and my girl went to New Orleans uh, for a week, and that was really cool. I don't think just like. I mean, New Orleans is a magical place. Let me just say, if you've never been, you should definitely check it out. If you're into music, if you're into culture, art, and shit like that, it's, it's really like a mecca of sorts in, in that regard. And uh, I think that shit just opened up my head. It, it, um, it put me in a more calm mental state, for sure. And I came back with this like rejuvenated, um, more motivated energy. You know, and I felt more creative and, and stuff like that. So I got to say that it's probably the most monumental thing for me. We so, got nice. Sounds like you had lots of sex, guy. Yeah. <laughs> hey. <laughs> more fun than the Let trips we went on. kids. I'll put it down. Anyway. What? Nothing. You trying to fuck me? We're getting hard. Anyway. Um, next our next question comes from not Calvin Riley. Um, is Lamar Jackson staying in Baltimore? So I hate to admit this before we get to the Lamar Jackson thing. I hate that I only really got into football recently because it took us taking a fantasy league and throwing money into it, and then me keeping up with it, wanting to win, and then sports gambling became illegal. It's like, oh, no, I'm really heads in. Because you can bet which team Lamar Jackson's going to be on now. Right, right. Like, now that sports gambling's legal, like, I'm starting to pay attention to sports more. And I'm like, you know, my thought is the best odds right now are the New England Patriots. Second's the New York Jets. If you want my honest opinion, I think he's going to re-sign with Baltimore, though. And if not Baltimore, he'll sign with the Jets. I think he'll stay in Baltimore, but I do I do think the Jets would be... The Patriots don't fucking need him. I don't get I don't why they're the, the front runner. I think the, the Jets would be a solid move for him. Also, I think it would be really funny if he went to uh, the Chargers. <laughs> I think that would be fucking hilarious. But anyway. Last one. Last one. Last one comes from Marcus Smith Music. Shout out Marcus, man. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Marcus, man. So what are the last five websites in your browser history? Man, I don't even... Let's see. <laughs> I know mine ain't bad. Pacific, uh, Pacific East, True People Search, Breaking Bad, and then you're just a bunch of Breaking Bad shit. Damn, I'm lame. You are lame. I'm not sitting there looking at porn on my browser history and leaving it up for somebody to find it. Um, I'm on a cleanse right now. My browser history. There's a uh banner printing of America. Fuck Jason. Uh, um, 
this fancy restaurant called Marble Room Steaks and Raw Bar. Um, that I was trying to plan something around. Um, Poetry Foundation. Shout out to Poetry Foundation. I go in there. I try to go in there every day and just at least read the poem of the day. I'm very big into that shit. And poetry is very important, guys. If you're not into it, fuck you. Okay. Um, YouTube. And I was watching some some drum. Uh, paradiddle tutorial. But I've been really into the drums lately. That's something I picked up this year. Um, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame website and Cleveland scene. Nothing incriminating. You're a-okay. All right, man. I've been trying to get off the porn. Baby porn? Nah, never, never that. We were, wait, we were, before we continue down the well, list, we were, we were, talk, no, we were talking about, about it at work today. Why, when somebody has sex with a little child, like what a man, the fuck? hold on, when a man has sex with a boy, they just call him a pedophile. They don't call him a gay pedophile. They just call him a pedophile. Yeah, it's, I've, I've always that's wondered true. that. We went back and we started looking through. Like nobody called Michael Jackson a gay pedophile. They just said just pedophile. You know, interesting. It's, yeah, where why why do we discriminate against the LGBTQ plus um, community in pedophilia? This is an outrage. We should get a pedophile on the show, and you should touch a boy and figure out why they don't. Anyway. <laughs> So, the main thing is here, guys, we just want to let you know, season three's back. Um, a lot of things to come here in 2023. A lot of hot takes. <laughs> that was ta- the fucking weirdest shit. Anyway. A lot of hot takes, a lot of important people coming on to the show here. Yeah. You know, our main thing is here, um, <clears throat> we're back. Back in black. Yeah, you know, this is just, obviously, we, we do this every every time we come back, every E1 of every season. It's always just me and Harry. Sitting and getting back, getting back at it, warming up again. There you go, guy. I, I missed you, man. Yeah, touch me under the table some more. Um, oh yeah, guys, and we're on YouTube now. We're gonna be, we're doing videos. Hope we look good. Hope we look good. No, especially so. Any people that also think they're important enough to want to come on the show, feel free to reach out to either QRI or any of our social medias. Not me. Instagram, we important. Twitter, we important podcast. You know, continue to follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever avenue you listen to. And if we're not on there, we'll find a way to get on there. Absolutely. You know, the big we'll thing is, you, this, is you. this is a big branding gear. And any guests that come on, man, we got shirts for you. And any people that just want to buy any of our shirts, feel free to check out all, any of the links and any of our social medias. It'll direct you to our website to check out our shirts to buy from the Earth Globe, We Important, to the Q's that... The Q and me sketch that our buddy Jared did for us. You know, the main thing is we're starting to get out there with our brand and we'd love for you guys to support us more. For sure. Thank you for listening. Uh, make Thank sure, you know, we, we do have this new segment, questions from the audience. So feel make free. Make sure you're asking questions. Ask questions about us. Ask questions about the world. Ask questions. Feel free to throw out topics. You know, our main thing here is we want to start to get our people involved that are avid listeners and continue to always let us know that to support the show because that means so much to us. So... Continue to DM us. Let us know what you're thinking, what you want to ask. We'll make it happen. That's right. Uh, and last thing we got to wrap it up by, as usual, Q, you got the most important words to live by? The most important words to live by, kids. Listen very closely. Open up your mind. Open up your heart. And be receptive to what life has to show you. Life is always trying to show you what you need to see. And if you're closed off to it, you're not, you're not going to grow. Straight up. There you go. Bitch. Well, that's it. I like that.
Jesus.